0: Hey there, I know it's Valentine's Day, so I made this special video for you with a sort of remix of previous Valentine's advice I have given over the years. I hope you find it helpful. Valentine's Day is hard for just about anyone who's not in some kind of a loving committed relationship, but when you are with a narcissist or you have been with a narcissist, chances are they're going to do one of four things for Valentine's Day. Number one, they're going to blow it out of the water and do it in an amazing awesome way, but if that's the case for you, You're probably not watching this video because that happened early in the relationship during the love bombing phase. The other thing they're gonna do is probably disappoint you if you're still in the relationship and if they don't disappoint you, that's because they've already left and they're gonna go for the Hoover maneuver where they're gonna try to suck you back in, in which case they might make it pretty good for about 24 hours or less. Most often they're either going to ruin it or they're going to suck you back in. So, I think one of the worst things that happens to us on Valentine's Day is that we look at Instagram and Facebook and we see all of these amazing, you know, couples. We see that some someone did something, you know, they bought this beautiful diamond encrusted awesomeness for somebody or somebody over here did some other amazing thing and and we're just thinking gosh we, we just want everything to be peaceful, you know. And when you're dealing with a narcissist, whether you're still with them or you've just recently left them, you're going through a lot in your head already. Valentine's Day just kind of feels like a poke in the eye with a sharp stick. It's not that great. So, how do you deal with those feelings of maybe feeling a little jealous of other people's awesome relationships and things like that? Number one, the first thing you can do is try to either, one of two things, either be happy for people when you see that stuff and you know hit the heart button and feel positive things for those people because that could draw more positive things to yourself or Don't look at that stuff. It's not going to kill you to skip Facebook and Instagram on Valentine's Day, right? But if you need to, try to feel happy for those people if you do need to look. Definitely do not look at your narcissist stuff or the new supply stuff if you happen to have split up from the narcissist already. Another great idea for Valentine's Day is to get together with some friends who also aren't thrilled about Valentine's Day and kind of do like a non-Valentine's Day thing, a celebration. Otherwise, do something that makes you feel good and just kind of steer clear of the the media that day. Like I said, have realistic expectations, understand what is probably going to happen on Valentine's Day. If you are still with the narcissist, understand you're probably going to be disappointed. If you're not still with the narcissist, you need to prepare yourself for dealing with the Hoover. So what is hoovering anyway? Just for those of you who don't know, the hoovering technique was named after the famous vacuum cleaner, as you might have suspected, and it's one of the many common manipulation tactics used by narcissists. It's basically when a narcissist sucks you back into the relationship after they've gone no contact or after they have discarded you, whether that was intentional or otherwise. And often after you have chosen to go no contact. They sent you back into the relationship or some version of it. It often begins innocently enough, sort of subtly, but it always happens with just one target and that is to regain control of you in the relationship, whether it's because they want you to be their backup supply or it's because they want you to remain as their permanent primary supply. So here's a pretty a simple example of what hoovering looks like. Do you remember in the peanuts cartoons when Charlie Brown would come along and try to kick the ball that Lucy was holding for him. Every time he tried try to kick it, she'd just pull it away and laugh and laugh and laugh and he fell on his head. Well, Charlie Brown did what any kid would. He he would stop trusting her to hold the ball. But inevitably, Lucy would promise every time that this time, she'd really let him kick that ball. And inevitably, she'd pull it away at the last second, and she'd bust out laughing again as he fell. This time I'm gonna kick that football clear to the moon! Hoovering usually begins after the devalue and the discard phases, when the silent treatment stops giving the narcissist pleasure, and when they're ready for more, more of that supply that you've been so good at giving them for all these months or years. Or it'll start when the narcissist knows that you're left or you're leaving and they fear that you won't return because they like your supply. Coffee time. I like coffee. we're going to talk about the truth of why a narcissist tries to get you back after they discard you, all right, or after you discard them. Let's talk about it. So I can tell you how often my clients are like, oh, they're never going to come back. And then a month later, two months later, they're getting calls and the narcissist comes back and they don't understand that. Well, they were so horrible to me. They said the worst possible things they could say to me. Why does this happen? And, you know, the answer is simple. It's because narcissists no, that your narcissist knows that you've been a great source of supply in the past, okay. They know that they can affect you in that way. You'll fall back into your old ways. So why do narcissists make the holidays suck so much? Well, number one, they seriously lack empathy. They do not have the ability to care how you feel about anything. They want everything to be all about them, which kind of leads me to number two, but we'll get there in a minute. The point is, when a narcissist is not the center of attention, they cannot stand it. And on the holidays, on people's birthdays, all this stuff, they don't get to be the center of attention. The lack of empathy causes them to treat people with like crap, causes them to treat people without respect, without love. So they lack empathy. That's why they don't, they don't care they're hurting you on the holidays. They don't care that it's your favorite time of year. They don't care that you're already stressed the heck out, right? They just want what they want when they want it. This brings me to number two. Narcissists don't like it when they're not the center of attention. Since they don't like it when they're not their center of attention, they do whatever they can to get attention and since they have a lack of empathy, they don't care who they hurt in the process. If the narcissist acts sad or angry or miserable, that means everyone around them might cater to their needs. They want to be made happy and you'll try to do everything that you can because you want to be happy on the holiday too and if you've been in the relationship with them long, you're probably already stressing about this now. If the narcissist can make you feel like you're responsible for their moods, woo! They've won. They love it. They want you to jump when they say jump. They want you to feel scared or upset if they're angry or bored or lazy or whatever, lonely. See with a narcissist, attention is attention. If they can't get it to be all about them in a good way, they'll get it to be all about them in a bad way. They don't care which one, whatever works. This brings me to number three. In some cases, narcissists are afraid of intimacy, so they don't want to go to the family events. They don't want you to go to their family events because that might indicate a certain level of intimacy. Now this is not the case for every narcissist because if you've been with a narcissist for a long time you might find that they kind of pop back into your life right around the holidays, but in a newer relationship a narcissist may find a reason to avoid intimacy on the holidays by making sure that you're excluded from their holiday plans or vice-versa. Here's another thing, number four, a narcissist may have found an alternate form of supply and if that's the case, they're definitely going to be in the love bombing process with the supply. So they're going to find a reason to avoid spending time with you, so they can spend time with the new supply. You have to remember who you're dealing with here. A narcissist doesn't act like anything other than a narcissist. If you expect them to act like anything else, you're just going to be setting yourself up for disappointment. So, if you're still dealing with a narcissist on a holiday this year, make sure you understand who you're dealing with. A lot of times we kind of let the narcissist hoover us to bargain with us, right? We will try to create positive change in our relationships because right now they're they're trying to get us back. So they're acting nice and sweet and kind. So we'll be like, well, I'll tell you what, I'll consider it, but you have to do X, Y, Z first or I have to see that you're trying. I have to see this or that or the other thing and we think that because the narcissist seems so receptive, They seem so on top of stuff, they seem like they're so, yes, anything you want, I'll do that thing, but at least more so than usual. Well, our requests seem like they're going to be heard, but they're not. You gotta understand, most of the time, any change that is created during a hoovering phase holiday or otherwise, is going to be short-lived. You're only going to be setting yourself up for disappointment in that situation. You have to keep in mind that as big of a jerk as the narcissist can be, they are a person with a personality disorder. They are a person with a personality disorder and mood swings and they're rapidly swinging here and there and the everywhere, rapidly changing ideal, ideals, ideas and ideals All part of that thing. So you don't want to allow their personality disorder to fool you. You have to remember what they really are. Even if part of them really wants to create those changes and they really seem honest, it will not continue to stay safe for you. It will eventually roll right back to where you were when you didn't want to be with them in the first place. Next up, remember that knowledge is power. Educate yourself on NPD. You're doing that right now. Make an effort to understand what you're dealing with and who you're dealing with, because understanding does lead to overcoming. Next, don't allow yourself to depend on the narcissist emotionally at all, especially during the holidays. They will disappoint you every single time, especially when it matters the most. The hoovering phase can and will cloud your judgment and you might even end up setting yourself up for some real emotional devastation if you allow the narcissist to lull you into that false sense of security and intimacy. Don't let it happen to you. Next, if you have been physically abused by a narcissist and hoovering is an attempt to make you forget it, please don't. Get some help. Check out the Emergency Domestic Violence page at CleanMeeting.com, contact your local authorities, whatever you need to do, get a restrangler. stay the hell away from that person, even on the holidays. Finally, understand this deal for what it is. The narcissist doesn't love you. The narcissist is not capable of actual love, except maybe and I don't even know for sure that they would love themselves. I think most narcissists hate themselves and that's kind of why they secretly are who they are. The fact is you're just a pawn in the narcissist game and right now the game is I don't want to be lonely on the holiday. So get off the roller coaster my friend go or stay no contact or low contact. If you aren't able to completely cut all contact, try the Grey Rock Method, it works. The bottom line is, the one thing that you can count on with a narcissist is that they do not change. They might get better at hiding their true selves for a while and they might pretend to change for a while to get you back and you might really believe them, but they never actually change, at least not in my experience, not in my research and not in anybody else's experience who's ever spoken to me about it. So you know my stance on this. I think it's really important to stay focused on what you want, not what you don't want, and to remind yourself why you shouldn't get involved. Personally, I think it's a really good idea to make a list of reasons that you wanted to leave or go no contact in the first place and to stick it somewhere you can find it when you feel weak. And of course, if you need to, go minute by minute in order to cope with the difficult times of feeling the urge to call the narcissist or stalk their social media profiles or whatever, then go minute by minute, use pattern interrupts, use different techniques to help yourself. This brings me to the question of the day and the question of the day is, have you ever felt sorry for a narcissist? Share your thoughts, share your experiences, share your ideas in the comment section below and let's talk about it. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours, it really does mean a lot to me. And before I go, make sure you take a look at the videos, I'm gonna leave for you right there and right there and while you're here, hit that subscribe button right over there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. I'll see you soon.